just know if it had not been for the Lord on my side, I'm grateful that I've got Christ in my life. Where would my life be without him? It would be very dark and grim. For when I am sad, he cheers me. And when I'm lonely, he will my comfort be. That's why I'm grateful, oh so grateful, truly grateful that I've got Christ. And he's in my life. Anybody? Oh my, 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 my. Oh my, 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 my. <laughs> yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I want to someone move this for me I want to take you into the scriptures hallelujah I want to take you <laughs> yeah I'm sorry I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get myself together but I am so grateful that I have Christ and he's in my life. See, y'all too young to notice all. What wouldn't my life be? Oh, Lord, without him, it would be very, very dark and grim. Uh, come on, Jules, you gotta take me to church. <laughs> and when I am sad, Jesus cheers me and when I'm lonely he will my comfort be that's why I'm grateful oh where my old saints <laughs> truly grateful I'm so And he's in my, my life. Somebody say yes. Come on. Yes. 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 Make your voice say yes. I want you to know the message today is simple. Elder Charlene is simple. The message today is the message is this is what grace looks like. 
<laughs> but that's, that's all I heard when God gave this to me. Look at yourself. This is what grace looks like. Hallelujah. When you see me, you see the grace of God in action. When you see me, you see the unmerited favor. The favor I didn't deserve. For my punishment should have been destruction. My punishment should have been hell. But this is what grace looks like. I may be dressed up in this fine suit, but underneath this suit is a mess. And that mess was turned into a message. This is what grace looks like. When I should have been dead in my sins and trespasses, God came and redeemed me. This is what grace looks like. I am what hell is missing and I am what heaven is about to gain. This is what grace looks like. I wish I had some help in here. I am the defeat of Satan's plan. This is what grace looks like. I am made the head when I should be the tail. This is what grace looks like. Should have been dead by now, but this is the life that God gave him. This is the purpose God planned him. This is the will that God called him. This, if I was in a real church, <laughs> y'all be going up by now. This is what grace <laughs> I am a walking, talking, living, breathing advertisement of the grace of God. By grace was I saved. It was a gift of God. Not done by works, lest any man should boast. I carry the gift of God, the grace. Somebody holler grace. I gotta go, I gotta go. I'm, I'm doing this backwards. I'm, I'm already in fifth gear. I'm doing this a little backwards, but you need to appreciate. And I believe that the Christian body needs to take a brief moment of retrospect. I, I think that the Christian body needs to take a moment to just remember, not to look back, not to look back in, 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 in wanting and desire what you had in the past, but to remember, look back at your Ebenezer's, look back at your landmarks, marking how God brought you through, what God brought you and delivered you out of, and how you are today, as opposed to how you were back then. And you need to be appreciative enough to open up your mouth and say this. 
This is what sin couldn't conquer. This is what Satan couldn't destroy. This is what my past couldn't defy. This is what grace. The Bible said. The Bible said. I got I guarantee there's a song coming out of this. This is what grace looks like. The Bible says in the book of Titus, the second chapter, Titus, the second chapter, simply says, For the grace of God that brings salvation hath appeared to every man. Every man has not received it, but it has appeared to every man in the form of Jesus Christ. Y'all don't hear me. The grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and denying worldly lusts, teaching us that we should walk and live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing, hallelujah, the glorious appearing of the great God, not just a God, the great God, not just a God, the great, looking for the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior. The great God, 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 our Savior. Looking for the great God, our Savior. Looking for the appearing of the great God, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The grace of God has appeared unto all men. The grace of God. Remember John said it like this. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. Hallelujah. And then about verse 14 it says, it says, and, sure cut that up. And the word was made flesh. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory. We saw his glory. The glory as the only begotten of the father. Full of. I don't hear you. Full of. Full of grace. And full of truth. The grace of God has appeared unto all men. Every man has not received it, but it is still available. Every man has not accepted it, but it remains in place for the day that they turn their heart toward him. He is constantly wooing. He is constantly calling out. He is constantly knocking on the door of the heart. The problem is we that have received him are not good ambassadors. We are not good, I don't hear you. We are not good representatives. 
For if indeed we were grateful for what God did for us, and if we were really understanding that we are the recipients of the grace of God, and if, we are, if he hadn't allowed us to know him, if our hearts would have remained hardened, we would be lost right now. Some of you remember when you denied it. Some of you remember when you ran away from it. Some of you remember when you didn't want it. And some of you remember when you hated to hear people talk about Jesus. But God was merciful and the grace of God remained intact. God didn't refuse you because you refused him. He remained in place for the day that you opened up your heart, for the day that you accepted him as Lord, for the day that you needed love, for the day that you wanted to repent. He never moved. He, he never moved. And let's tell the truth. We did some jacked up stuff. We did stuff that should have made him leave us a long time ago. Hallelujah. And when you have the grace of God extending his hand to you and you slapping his hand away and running after his enemy who's taking on you a downward spiral into hell and destruction, God should have, in man's opinion, should have left you where you were. But that's not how grace works. Grace is favor you don't deserve. Grace hunts you down even as you go into the lowest depths of living. Grace is still keeping a door open that should have been shut. I don't hear anybody here. Grace is helping you out of a situation that you got yourself into. Somebody holler, grace. Grace is the, it's not just the unmerited favor, but grace is the supernatural ability to do what you could not do in the natural. Give me 10 more minutes. Grace empowers you to overcome situations that you fell to. Grace infuses you with the authority to speak to the things that were once your addiction and tell it to be removed and cast into the sea. Faith coupled with grace brings on deliverance. Do I have any delivered people here? Faith coupled with grace makes you look like the sin never happened. When people see you today, they marvel because they remember your yesterday. They remember how jacked up you were. They remember the circles you used to run in. They remember the things you used to do and say. And when they see you today, they say, look, you don't look the same. You're not the same person. And you tell them this is what grace looks like. I'm a preacher today. This is what grace will do to a jacked up person. This is what grace will make out of a broken vessel. This is where grace will place someone falling into the depth of living. This is what grace looks like I refuse to view myself 
through my own eyes or the eyes of others. Did you hear what I said? I refuse to view myself through my own eyes and through the eyes of others. Somebody say, I refuse to view myself through my own eyes. Let's stop right there. Through my own eyes. If I view myself by my own eyes, I will judge myself with my own judgment and my judgment is always wrong. Either I will think too much of myself or I will think too lowly of myself. Because most people who boast that they have confidence are just trying to puff up. They're trying to overcome some feelings of insignificance and inferiority. And they're trying to boast themselves to be, no, I'm good, I'm cool, I'm cool, I got it together. I'm all right, I'm all right. And the truth of the matter is they're dying inside. Yes, they are. Dying inside and taking a lot of people with them in this death. Hallelujah. So I cannot judge myself by myself because other than that, if I do so, I will be a fool. I cannot judge myself by myself. I will be a fool to do so. For I will never have the right assessment of who I am. Hello? But my mom and daddy, but they taught me well. I know, but your judgment is still askew. You will never have the right assessment of who you are. You can only get that by God. Hello? You can only get that by God. God is the only one who can show you who you are. And the reason why we're on this, on this fruitless journey is because we won't listen to him. We want to be who we see other people to be. We want to be that person. That's my role model. God gave them to you as an example of how to surrender, not how to be. My role models, I'm not supposed to be just like my role model. I'm supposed to see how they made it, use their principles, and apply it to my life. But this life is still my life. I don't hear anybody. This is the only life I have. And although you may have done things inspiring, I can't apply everything you've done to me because one size doesn't fit all. I'm going to get through. I got five minutes. I'm going to get through. One size does not fit all. And so I can't judge myself by myself because I will use the wrong prototypes. I will use the wrong examples. And I will no longer live nor judge myself by the way other people see me. In the words of the street, you don't know me. You don't know me. You don't know my life. I can't judge myself nor live by the opinion of other people. Because other people's opinion will be manipulative. It will be to make me into what they think I should be. It will be to control me. It will be to make me do what they think I should do. If they can't have the control, then they want to destroy. I cannot live by other people's opinion. If you don't do it like they want you to do it, then they'll vilify you to other people. Their mouth that praises you will be the mouth that kills you. You cannot live by other people's opinion. I don't hear anybody here. The Bible 
Paul says, don't put your trust in the arms of flesh. For the arms of flesh shall fail you. There's nothing that another person can say about me that is a cure or a true depiction of who I am. Well, I think you should. I understand and I appreciate what you think. But your thoughts are not germane to me. Your thoughts are not a part of what I'm supposed to do or who I'm supposed to be. You're judging me from the outside looking in. I live in this every day. I don't hear anybody here. I live in this every day. So I can't live by my own judgment of me nor the judgment of other people. I must find out who I am from God. I must go back to the manufacturer. And, and, and going back to God, God says, finally, now I can finish the work in you. Finally, I'm glad you surrendered because I've got all of this life in store for you. I'm glad that you finally came to your senses because I've got this future planned for you. And it was going to waste while you were wasting time. Your future was going to waste while you were wasting time. Anybody here? Anybody here? <laughs> this is going to be hard. While you were doing your own thing, the clock was still ticking. And precious moments that I had assigned to your life passed by. And now you stand in an epiphany that I've wasted time and I'm coming to you, Lord God, after squandering moments and seasons. I've wasted them and now I stand before you. I don't know what to do. And God says, grace. <laughs> Great. What does that mean? Grace. That means I give you the power. The supernatural ability to do what you could not do in the natural. In the natural, you cannot make up for lost time. But in the spirit of grace, you can redeem the time. I don't hear anybody here. You can redeem the time. Somebody say grace. In the season of grace, God will restore to you the years. Oh, Lord. In the season of grace, God will restore to you the years that the canker worm and the palmer worm and the caterpillar and the locust have destroyed. God will give it back to you. You don't deserve it, but grace. Grace. So I'm standing. I got to end by now. I got two minutes. I'm standing in the space of grace. This is grace's space. This life is the space of grace. I'm standing in, in the place of grace. This is where grace is in 2021. I'm in the place ordained by God for my day. I'm in the right place at the right time. 
and I'm going to make the most of this. I'm going to defy the odds. I'm going to live up to God's expectation. I'm going to live up to God's dream for me. I'm going to live up to God's imagination of me. I'm going to make God proud. This is my season to make God proud. This is my time to make God smile. I am a son of the Most High God. I don't hear anybody here. I don't hear you here. What manner of love is this that we should be called the sons of God? I am his child by his grace. For by grace are we saved. I am his child by grace. It's a gift of God. This is the gift of God that defies sickness. This is the gift of God that defies death. This is the gift of God. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, I got the gift. I got the gift. I got to stop. The time is up. Everybody's standing. I know you're not supposed to do this, but just high five somebody and tell them I got the gift. Now, now, now put your sanitizer on. the life that grace brought about. This is the life undeserving. Grace gives you what you don't deserve. Grace gives you what you don't deserve grace grace God's grace grace that will pardon and save from sin grace grace 
God's grace. Justin. Grace that is greater than all my sin. Grace. Grace. God's grace. Grace that will pardon and cleanse within grace, grace, God's grace, grace that is greater than all my sin. First Corinthians, the sixth chapter, the ninth. Verse says, know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Don't you know that? That the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived. Neither shall fornicators, those who have sex outside of marriage, or idolaters, those who have sex after marriage with someone else. I'm sorry, adulterers, those who worship other gods. Nor adulterers, those who have extramarital relationships when they're married. Nor the effeminate, those men that act with a weak tendency. Nor abusers of themselves with mankind. Nor thieves, nor covetous. Nor drunkards, or revilers, or extortioners. None of them shall inherit the kingdom of God. As such were some of you. As, <laughs> uh, I take this personally because that, that's who I was. I've done so many of those listed things. So many of those listed things. I've done almost every one of them. And such were some of you. But by grace, this is what grace looks like. You are washed. This is what grace looks like. You are sanctified now. This is what grace looks like. You are justified. This is what grace looks like. Justified in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. By the spirit of our God. This. I was a mess. I was a hypocrite. Because most of my sin was done after I received Jesus. As a matter of fact, all my sin was done after I received Jesus. I was saved at nine. My adultery was done after I received Jesus. My fornications were done after I received Jesus. My lying was done after I received Jesus. I don't hear anybody here. My putting things before God was done before after I received Jesus. I don't deserve it. I'm telling you more than you ever knew before about myself. Some of you never knew those things that I just mentioned. My effeminate stuff was done after I received Jesus. So what, what qualifies me to stand here now? This is what grace looks like. 
Grace that will change you. Grace that will give you a new nature. Grace that will shift you. Grace that will empower you. Grace that you don't deserve. Why stay in sin when there's something called grace? Shall we remain in sin? That grace, that grace may abound? God forbid. How can we that are dead in sin remain any longer therein? Grace. Somebody just raise your hands and say, this is what grace looks like. Now just remember your past. Just remember your past. Remember the drug, remember the drink, remember the person, remember the rebellion, remember the crime, remember the disobedience, remember the people, remember the circles, remember the club, remember the violence, remember. And look at you now. This is what grace looks like. This is what grace looks like. If there is anyone that is still in your sin, if there's anyone still in your sin, and you want to give your life to the Lord Jesus Christ today, in this house or on live stream, if you want to give your life to the Lord today and experience grace, being saved by grace through faith, I want you to raise your hand. Just raise that hand. Raise that hand. Raise that hand. God bless you. God bless you, man. Is there anyone else? Am I missing someone's hand? Hallelujah. I want Pastor Don and Alfonso to go back and pray. Is that Joseph? That's Joseph. Now, come on, come on. Come on down. Come on down. You said you'd be back. Looking good, brother. We're going to take care of that. We're going to take care of <laughs> Wait a minute. Don't leave me. Don't leave me, man. Don't leave me. Because I'm telling you, you are about to be, you're about to be a real powerful part of this ministry. I am I literally, I'm so proud of you that you came back. And I think we're going to be seeing a whole lot more of you, man. Because you got a job to do. If there's anyone that's watching, I want you to join Joseph. If there's anyone that's watching and want to give your life to the Lord, I want you to repeat after me and pray this prayer with a sincere heart. Don't just repeat after me, but have a sincere heart. Raise those hands and pray this prayer along with all of us. We'll help you. We'll pray with you. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for your grace. I give you my life for the rest of my life. Save me. Cleanse me. Make me brand new. I accept your love and your grace today. By grace am I saved through my faith. Thank you, Lord God. 
I accept you as my Savior. And this day, I am born again. So Father, I pray for those that have prayed this prayer. Earnestly, sincerely, transform them. As you did every one of us, your grace transformed us. Thank you, Lord God. Your love and grace given to man gave us salvation. Your grace coupled with our faith gives us salvation. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let it be so for the rest of their lives until you return. And to this we say thank you and amen. Welcome to the body of Christ. Welcome. No matter what country, no matter what country, welcome to the body of Christ. Listen, I'm going to let you go, but if you prayed that prayer, no, he's good, he's good, no, he's good. He's good. Yeah. What you say? Oh, hush, man. You hush up your mouth. Hush up your mouth. If you prayed that prayer, if you prayed that prayer, I want you to type those four words you see on the screen right now. I'm going to love this guy. Pray, type, I prayed that prayer. If you prayed with us today and gave your life to the Lord, type those four words exactly as you see them. I prayed that prayer. God bless you. Our time is up. I'm 15 minutes over time. And I said that we would be done by 1230. But to God be the glory. To God be the glory. I want you to be the walking representation. Be the walking representation. Tell everyone that you see that this, I don't hear you. This is what grace looks like.